Ephesians 5, verses 28 and 29. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. Let's pray. Lord, this is your holy word. We want to be obedient to it. Lord, teach us, help us to have teachable hearts. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for guiding us this morning. Help us to prepare for communion with you, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Now you see in the bulletin, I put uh, numbers 68 and 69 of the catechism in there. And uh, you'll see that the sixth commandment, uh, which is you shall not murder, uh, requires all lawful endeavors to preserve your own life and the life of others. And then in number 69, it says that uh, the commandment forbids the taking away of our own life or the life of our neighbor unjustly or whatever would tend toward that. Now, usually you'd think that, at least concerning yourself, it's natural for people to uh, want to preserve their own life. And yet, that isn't always the case. There are ways that we live, actually, uh, that might reduce the length of our lives or the lives for whom we're responsible. And you know, we might not think about how our lifestyle might cause us to break or minimize this commandment. We don't think about it that much, probably. You know, the young people, you know, tend to think, I have a lot of years ahead, I can take some risks, uh, because they feel, you know, there's a long time ahead. You know, I'm strong, I'm vibrant. But when you're middle-aged and you feel, you don't feel as vibrant, <laughs> you start to realize more of your limits and you start thinking about these things a little more. But in general, we all need times of, of rest, we need times of recreation, and we need times of work and uh, exercise. And if these are off balance, it tends to harm us. Uh, it tends to reduce the possible years of our lives anyway. So too much rest or excessive uh, recreation, which is not an oxymoron, I don't think, but excessive recreation, or uh, too much work, or too much exercise even, can also harm us. So if our lifestyle is going to cut years off of our life, then we should take steps to uh, keep this commandment, to obey it. But, and we're also forbidden in this commandment to take our lives, which means suicide is forbidden, and euthanasia is forbidden. And uh, this commandment implies also what is called uh, by many temperance, at least uh, by the uh, Puritans. But it means self-control or moderation. And for example, no matter how much you think chocolate is a vegetable, <laughs> I, and I know it's made from a bean, but, you know, anyway, if you've convinced yourself that, for example, chocolate is a health food, and you decide that eating a pound a day for months on end is okay, it's going to have a negative impact on your body and on your lifespan, probably. Although, you'd probably have a great attitude during your lifespan, but, <laughs> but uh, it doesn't mean you should be doing such a thing. And so we must remember, according to 1 Corinthians 6, that we are not our own. Our bodies are not our own. We are bought with a price. And so it says, so glorify God in your body. And the Catechism states that we should take all lawful endeavors to preserve your own life and the life of others. For example, Let's say, <coughs> another example here, my Josh decided to be uh, a motorcycle stuntman, for example, okay? He did ask if he could get a motorcycle, and even that I wasn't too happy about. But, okay, 
uh, I would hope that uh, I and others uh, among us would say, you know, that might be unnecessary risk of your life because the lifespan is really short for that career. Uh, or, or if somebody like Brian Fox, in fact, Brian was just talk t talking to me about careers last week. If he decided to change his career and he wanted something a little more exciting, let's say he wanted to be a parachute tester. <laughs> okay, I, I would say something to my brother because I love him and I can only imagine what Kit would say. <laughs> uh, because we want... Uh, to help him, uh, we want to help preserve his life, and we want to, him to be a good steward, and uh, we want him to keep this commandment. We want him not to disobey the commandments. So regarding wise recreation, uh, you know, this also, the only thing I could think of is uh, I heard uh, recently that of a man who, he liked bungee cord jumping, but one time it didn't work, and statistically there are a number of people who think that's recreation, and statistically there are a number of people every year who die. That was his form of recreation, and um, I think he had a number of kids. So these are kind of, I know, extreme examples. But the point is, the, of the commandment here, is to preserve life and not unnecessarily uh, take it. Now, one of the ways to preserve life, of course, is to proclaim the good news, to proclaim the gospel in Jesus Christ uh, to those who are stumbling to their death. In Proverbs 24, it says, Deliver those who are drawn toward death, and hold back those, who, uh, those stumbling to the slaughter. And we have the joy and responsibility to proclaim the good news, which alone can save people from death, eternal death and punishment. Now, last week we heard uh, from Michelle from the AAA Center for Pregnancy Counseling. And in this case, our desire is to preserve the life of children, certainly, uh, but also the lives of uh, the, their parents, uh, to reach the parents who, I think many are dead in their trespasses and sins. And they need to know life in Jesus Christ. And uh, so we should do what we can to protect life and to preserve uh, those made in the image of God. And as Phil mentioned, I believe actually it's today maybe that 39 years ago Roe versus Wade was enacted. And um, may it end soon. And if, let's pray just for a minute before I go on. Lord, help us here to be as active as possible and believe you and pray for the end of abortion, for the end of infanticide in our land. Lord, we pray for leaders as Phil did, especially I would pray for the Supreme Court leaders that uh, they would have courage, that you would change their hearts and that they would overturn this legalized crime. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, as we saw, anyway, in the <coughs> beginning, uh, of the meditation in Ephesians 5, it says, uh, For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does his church. So, <clears throat> we should cherish our own body, as the Lord cherishes us. Uh, and if we're married, cherish our wives. And he showed that he cherishes us by dying for us. And we are reminded at this table every week, that our Lord sacrificed himself. He allowed his body to be broken for us. He allowed his blood to be shed for us uh, because he cherishes us. He wants to preserve our lives. And in this communion celebration, he is also nourishing us. Every week we are nourished as we come before him. And uh, this sacrament is a means of grace to nourish us and to encourage us. So just as we do not hate or should not hate our own flesh, but nourish and cherish it, so does the Lord nourish and cherish his body, 
which is the church of which we are a part by his grace. Let's pray. Lord, we do pray that you would help us to be um, seeking you with our whole heart to praise you. And we do praise you that you, you nourish us through uh, this communion celebration. Lord, uh, that by your death we have life. And by your wounds we are healed. And by your sacrifice you show how much you cherish us, which the sixth commandment is also showing. Lord, we come to this table with joy and thankfulness. And we thank you that we are nourished by our union with you, by our communion with you. And we worship you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen.